what would be the one little piece of nugget of, of advice that you would give? I think to believe in yourself and to believe that the skills you already have can be used for so many other things. Today, we are going to talk a lot about stepping outside of our comfort zone with our special guest, Jill Clark. So let's get started. Well, welcome, Jill. I am super excited to have you here. Oh, thank you. I'm very excited to be here too. All right. So you know what? I want to give uh, a little bit of a background, for, like a little bit about who you are. So uh, for everybody that's listening, Jill resides in uh, Calgary, Alberta, Canada. She is a officially retired engineer, now full-time entrepreneur, having just launched her consulting business called Nerdled. We're going to get into that naming convention uh, later in the podcast. She's living her purpose through working with clients to help them with integration activities that span from accounting, bookkeeping, and program management. Today, Jill's going to share her experience on how she pivoted from full-time engineer to starting her business and some advice on how stepping outside of her comfort zone has led her to living her best life. So Jill, tell us a little bit about, okay, so you and I got introduced through a very close friend of ours, Katie, uh, in Calgary. And at that time, I had just launched on the, the pilot version of Encore Life Academy, and you were one of my pilot participants. And one of the things that sort of really sticks out for me the most was how, you know, we go through this sort of creating a, a, a vision and how you went through your vision and you you said, you know, my life is pretty damn good. And then I'm going to hand it over to you to finish. Right. Yeah. So, so it was. So go back, I guess, a year and a half almost. I was working, I'm in a full-time job as an engineer. I've been an engineer for 30 plus years in a corporate oil and gas company. Always in big companies doing yeah, engineering tasks, various variety over the years. And on the whole, I'd enjoyed my job. Um, and I'd moved around, so I'd lived in various different places, um, in, in Oman, in Europe, in now in Canada for 10 years. Um, so I'd had a lot of variety in what I'd done and I had, um, enjoyed what I'd done, but I'd got to a stage where I wasn't enjoying it as much as I had. It was all getting a little bit samey. Um, and I realized that I ideally needed some more flexibility in my life. Um, so I started thinking about where I was and I, so I enjoyed my job. I like living in Calgary. Everything, everything was fine, but kind of a bit dull, I guess. I guess it was, I was just thinking I could go on like this forever and it would be fine. And I could work another five, 10 years and then retire. And that, that would be, a, that would be a good, a good working life lived, but I've lost the, I've lost the excitement. I've lost the inner fire to doing what I'm doing at the moment. So I was starting to look around to see what else I could do. I also um, was also fired up by the fact that my, my, my mom is in the UK, my kids are not in Calgary anymore. I wanted more flexibility in my life to be able to travel, meet up with them, meet up with friends that I've got various places around the world and, and not be tied to my, my desk and my, my five weeks holiday a year. And I guess, I mean, Uncle Life Academy came for me at exactly the right time. I, sort of, sort of, I was introduced to it from Katie and I thought, well, this is exactly what I need just now because I'm just now reevaluating what it is I want to do. And Encore Life enabled me to really take the time, I suppose, to think about what it was I wanted. Um, because often in busy life, you just don't have time to sit down and think, well, what, what really do I want to do next? So 
Um, that gave me the the incentive and the time and the tools to think about what it was that I wanted and and my priorities. And exactly. So let's get in. Let, let's let's get kind of into that nitty gritty. So like really defining what it was for yourself. Do you know like sometimes that can be paralyzing for people. And for you, you were you know you created this vision, and there was this thing that you said was I'm happy in the life that I'm in right now but this isn't what I want for the next 30 years. And I don't want to st settle for status quo. And so where did you get the courage to leave a 30 year career to branch out into starting your own consulting business? Um, so I think a number of things. One is um, I, I look around for something that I could do from home and that I would enjoy to do, and that um, I guess my background might help me to be able to, to do. Um, and I came up with bookkeeping, um, and then I took a course in that. So I, from the course, I learned the tools. So I felt I had that kind of, um, that new skill behind me. Um, and this bookkeeping course came with a Facebook group of people who had done similar things. So I kind of had a community as well that was really helpful. So that was one thing. And then, um, I guess just talking to friends as well, um, a number of friends and, and my brother also, um, just about where I was and what I'd done and yeah, how, I, how, how bored I was, I suppose. I mean, that was a big incentive. I was just bored in what I was doing. I wanted to do something that was a bit more, that meant a bit more on a kind of, I don't know, on a, on a, on a company level, if you like, because I've always worked in fairly big companies, whatever you do in these companies, you're not going to affect how how they grow really you're doing your little bits and lots of other people are doing their little bits so i wanted to i wanted to have a bigger impact i wanted to be a bigger fish in a smaller pond i suppose as well and and just be able to try new things that way so um yeah so i suppose the two things doing doing a course talking to my friends who sort of um encouraged me to go after what i wanted having the real incentive that i i wanted more flexibility in my life um, so I think that was kind of really my driving force that I just didn't want to be tied to a desk. And in a way, um, COVID sort of um, solidified that as well, because when we had to work from home, I realized that I enjoyed that working from home. And even though I was then still working eight hours a day for my for my full time job, I, I like the flexibility of not having to go into the office every day. And I realized that that was that was really something that I was I was ready for, I guess. Um, oh, my God. There's just so much that we can unpack on that whole thing that you just said there. So you started out, I think, with a bit of a minimal viable product. Part of the process of Encore Life Academy is to take your skills and, and dig deep and, and use the Encore Life Academy community to help you ideate other options for your skills. And so your skills as an engineer for the past 30 years, how do you draw that and bring that forward into this consulting business? And I remember you saying like, I really like the idea of, you know, doing bookkeeping and, but more than just bookkeeping, like financial modeling and where I'm going to be able to help other companies, uh, you know, sort of be a little more financially fit. And then, you know, so that was kind of your minimal viable product, that first thing that you started, but your business has grown um, and, and it's, it's gone into more of like even program management, which was a skill that you were using in your engineering mm -hmm. career, correct? Yes. Yes. So I, so I, I think that was another um, kind of revelation, I suppose, when you realize that all the skills that you've, you've learned over the years doing engineering and project management within that actually have um, a lot of um, 
a, a lot of use outside of, of oil and gas engineering where I was using them. So um, I found that the bookkeeping was kind of been an in. So I can do, you know, start with bookkeeping with a company and then the skills I had really pivoted really well to doing this. It's, it's completely new. I'm learning masses, but at the same time, I've got this, this background of, um, of the kind of numeracy and the project management skills and the Excel skills and all of that, that enable me to be um, useful to a company with where people have you know, just got different skills. So it's, um, and I, I'm really growing with that and I'm really enjoying it and doing loads of stuff I've never done before, but, um, but, but using skills that I have already and, and experience I've already built up and just repurposing it, I guess. Exactly. And, and when I think about like when we were sitting and we were, we have our you know monthly mastermind groups and we were talking about your skills and your mind map at, at, in general uh, or specifically, it was really interesting because at that moment you feel really stuck. Like you're like, I don't know, what is it that I want? And then look at how it's evolved. Like in the past mm -hmm. year, just how you've grown and, and please give us the background of the name of your company and the story behind it. Cause it's a great story. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. So, um, nerdled, um, is a word that my dad made up when, uh, when we were kids. So a long time ago. Um, and he basically, it, it, he used it to, um, when you achieve something kind of, small but significant, I suppose. So you know, if you've run out of milk late at night, um, you want a cup of tea, so you go out to try and find some milk and the first three shops are closed and the fourth shop, there's one pint left and you grab that, then you've nurdled and do that and you come around at home and say, I've nurdled, I've nurdled. So, um, so when I was thinking of a name for my company, it just kind of really struck a bell with me because it, it's, it means to achieve something great is my definition of it to, or to achieve something unexpected maybe. And that's, that's where I have, I guess, already gone with Nerdled and, and hope to go some more, but, um, that, that's the background to the name. And then I think, you know, it kind of sounds kind of good with nerds and nerdling and numbers and all the rest of it. <laughs> yeah. All falls in together. So. Yeah, that's awesome. I love it. I love it. So where do you see yourself now, Jill? So you've, you've gone, gotten over the hump or the, the hurdle of like, oh my God, do I lead this, this company uh, that, you know, I've been with for, for so long or, or this career that I've had for, for so long, um, you know, wasn't sure exactly how it was going to go. Like, how do you, how do you keep the courage to keep moving forward? And, you know, I'm sure there's been some tough days and you, I maybe has there been days where you think, oh, I, what have I done? Um, there's been days when I thought, oh my goodness, I don't know what I'm doing. And, um, or yeah, I'm a bit overwhelmed and how am I going to work out all these things I need to do? But I, I don't think there's been any days when I thought, oh, I wish I hadn't quit my job. And I'm really enjoying that. The fact that you, know, you work with a small company and, and you really make a difference and really help them along. I love that helping them, helping their employees. It just feels like kind of, um, kind of giving back in a way that, that you're, you're just giving back this experience you've got, you're giving it back to, to help other people move forwards and, and maybe people who are starting out on their careers and, and help them to, uh, to make sure that they can, they can start on a good path going forwards. Um, yeah, no, that's amazing. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So for all the listeners out there. And they're hearing this, you know, they may be on the fence a little bit about shifting careers or, you know, they've, they found themselves perhaps even packaged out or retired. What would be the one little piece of nugget of, of advice that you would give, uh, knowing that you just kind of went through this? I think to believe in yourself and to believe that the skills you already have can be used for so many other things. So don't, um, don't 
what's the word when you when you um get squashed into a corner think outside the box that mind map was a really good start when you go and you think well what skills have I got and how can I use them and what do, what do I want to use them and you see from that that the skills that you have can really be expanded into so many other ways to to use them and so many other uses that yeah. um yeah that, that you you'll find something that, that you can do and enjoy doing um and and really good at that that is nothing like what you've ever done before so oh that's awesome sure. yeah well before we you know Jill, thank you so much for being on the show um before we leave i'd like to kind of just give you sort of three rapid fire questions they're just answer from your gut and don't worry about it what advice would you give to your 30 year old self Oh my goodness, that's kind of tricky because I was in such a different place then. But but I think I I think to think outside the box a bit more. I think I think I was too at that stage. I was like I was on this path. I was being an engineer, and that was it. And I was going forwards. And to just take stock, look out, and think, well, what else is out is out there? Is that is this really what I want to be doing, or are there other things I could have done? Because I think at that age, kind of I could have yeah done retrained for other things if if yeah. But just to just to think now and again, take stock of where you are and think, is this where I want to be? Is this where I want to go? Or should I look at other things? Yeah, that's awesome. And where do you hope to be in 10 years? Um, do, where do I hope to be in 10 years? I think um, on a golf course or on a ski hill or, or cycling somewhere. But, but I, I think I would still be wanting to work in some capacity, just using my brain and, you know, maybe not quite so much, but still working, but really enjoying everything else there is to offer in life as well. Awesome. And the final question, what is one thing that you think you, you and everybody needs to be in their fifties or, or even older? Um, I think I'm unafraid to try something new. I, yeah. That's looking awesome. forward, looking forward. Don't, don't just sit and wait around for the grandkids. I think that's the, I love <laughs> that's it. I love it. I love it. Well, Jill, thank you so much for joining. I know that uh, I kind of put you in an uncomfortable spot to do this, something like this, but uh, I love that you joined us. It was great. You were wonderful. And I hope that uh, I'm sure our audience is going to get a ton of insights from you. So, Okay. Thank you very much. It's been fun. Okay. Thanks, Thanks Jill. Bye.